Okay, guys, welcome to the Fake It Till You Make It podcast. I'm back again. Told you I'd be back this week. So today I actually have a guest with me. I've got Smith OJ. If you know him, you know him. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's great to be here with Keely, you know? <laughs> so, guys, me and Smith actually know each other because when I hosted Love Ireland, if anyone remembers that show from the pandemic, it was like an Instagram fake Love Island thing. We went on live on Zoom and we had coupling offs, everything. It was it was so cheesy but Smith was actually one of the contestants um so he was on it and me and him have been good friends since then and the reason I have Smith on today is because he's actually a creator so Smith is a singer um he's released some banging tunes I will let you know the names of them in the descriptions but definitely stream them and I just wanted to have him on here today to talk about a few different things so mainly we're going to be talking about being a creator in Ireland the kind of advances Ireland has or maybe the disadvantages it has um and then just kind of how to stay motivated how to kind of build yourself up as a young and up and up and coming artist I suppose um and just how to kind of keep going maybe when the pressure gets hard so we're going to get into it today okay so Smith obviously I've told everyone how I know you but do you want to kind of give like a bit of an introduction to of yourself or even like how you decided to kind of go into the music industry like go ahead hey guys so as Katie said my name is Smith uh I started making music during lockdown I just thought it as an opportunity, something to do, because, you know, everyone was home for the past three, three or four months, we were home doing nothing, so I said I'd sit down and do something productive, couldn't go to the gym, couldn't do anything, so I said I'd try and do that, uh, figured out I wasn't too bad at it, and I was actually okay, I figured out what kind of music I wanted to make, and it just went from there, uh, at the beginning I was pretty pretty bad, pretty shit, uh, I couldn't hold a note at all, I was really bad at singing. <laughs> really really bad you know and i just progressively got better and better and better and better over time that's 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 the way anything is though you know the more you do it the better you get at it so yeah that's pretty much how it started yeah and this is a question i actually said i was going to ask smith um but like from my experience of seeing young artists in ireland i normally see young female artists um that are singers and then when i see young male artists especially like black male artists i usually see them as rappers um or they go into the grime especially in like the uk they go into grime music um and a lot of like even limerick artists would be rappers so i was kind of curious as to why smith decided to go down the singing route not because he shouldn't do it but just because the more in my eyes maybe the more popular mainstream thing to do would be getting into the rap kind of industry so like what's your kind of opinion on that like what kind of made you want to do singing as opposed to rapping yeah 100 percent uh so obviously the majority of my friends are black and that for me was like at the beginning it made me think to myself oh what if i start making this kind of music what if they don't like it because mm-hmm. you're always thinking about what your friends were like mm-hmm. around you looking for validation exactly yeah, yeah you know so at the beginning that, that was my biggest fear but i listened to all this kind of i, I, I play certain kind of artists in front of them and they'd be like turn that off what are you doing and i'd be like guys like do you not find this good like and <laughs> I, I, kind of shit you know because that's what i liked and they didn't like it uh but i said to myself you know it's better to stand out than to be a sheep and follow the crowd you know yeah nine nine times out of ten the artists that you see blow up in any whatever tiktok whatever it's because they they look different they act different they're different they're not following the crowd and also nine times out of ten as you said a black artist will do rap mm-hmm. or that drills that that kind of music and it's, it wasn't for me i've listened to it it's, it's good to listen to it, but i can't do it myself i'm better 
sometimes it's better to do what you're better at doing than yeah. to do what popular in amongst the crowd you know what I'm saying like yeah no 100% it's probably even a bit more competitive as well like if you were to do rap like I said I was naming a few um people that I know like I know Owen Alfred does rap Philly Valentino even Aniola from Love Ireland like she's a rapper now as well um and like the competitiveness is definitely 100% there like geez they're all absolutely brilliant but you can tell a lot of people are doing it so it's harder to stand out from the crowd so I think you definitely stand out because you're doing singing and you're good at it like you're making really cool like pop songs like you know I'm gonna call them pop songs but that's the kind of music you're making and they're catchy they're ba- yeah yeah pop <laughs> but they're catchy and they're bangers but I think like you know you've been on the radio and stuff because of this um yeah. and you know I think that it is a good kind of way for you to stick out from the crowd 100% and if that's what you're better at doing why bother kind of doing the rapping um you were saying as well a second ago like some of the music you were listening to like your friends wouldn't like so like what kind of artists were inspiring you like I personally love Frank Ocean Did, is he one of your singers yeah. no <laughs> Sadly not, no, sadly not. <laughs> I think I need to listen to a lot more Frank Ocean, though. I've heard good things about him, so I need to listen to him. But it wouldn't be Frank Ocean. What would I be listening to the most would be like Charlie Puth. It's a bit cringy and a bit weird. Okay, know? okay. So, like, let's Marvin Gaye and get it on like that. I love I that song. I wouldn't even say the mainstream stuff. Like, that's oh, all okay. like the... You know, but like if you actually go into depth with what he makes and you actually listen to what he makes and how he makes it, because not all that is actually write their own songs or actually make their own yeah. beats or that kind of stuff. So to see that being done by somebody and nobody rates someone who does pop most of the time, you know, like it's 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 coming to reality that if you do pop, you're a mainstream artist and no one actually respects you because you're not saying bad words in your songs and you just... You're keeping it PG for radio and all that kind of stuff, but no one actually—it's—it's it's a lot harder to make pop than people think it is. It's okay. not easy. And that, yeah, it's—it's it's weird that you even have that opinion because pop songs, me as a non like I'm not an artist so like I'd probably listen to pop songs more than anything Um, obviously I still like actually rap is probably my favourite genre but pop would be something that you hear in the radio they're the catchy songs like you said they're the ones on TikTok they're the ones that people are singing and say if you were to have like pre-drinks or something usually people are putting on the pop songs because everyone knows the words they're probably the most famous songs there is so it's weird that you would have nearly an opinion that people think it is something that's not that good like something that it like it's people would kind of look down on it as like mainstream and stuff so that's kind of an interesting one um but like like i said like you're really good at doing it and your songs are belters and they are songs that are really catchy as well so i wouldn't personally see it as that kind of way but i can see how a music industry might um really interesting as well like charlie pew is someone that you were looking into and stuff i was thinking like i was like hmm, i wonder who it is but like that is such an interesting thing so is there any kind of one else that you take inspiration from is there any other even Irish artists that you take inspiration from yourself or do you think that you're kind of nearly in a field of your own? Uh, inspiration wise, I think I think everybody listens to Picture This, you know. Picture This was a band that I probably looked at and was like, yeah, I want to kind of do what they're doing in a way. Make songs that people can listen to and get straight away. Like, you know, you know the song One Drink? Mm-hmm. Uh, very catchy song after you listen to it once or twice you know it like you, you know the lyrics already yeah. so I'd say picture this would be who I kind of gain inspiration from the Irish side of things yeah no my sister is addicted to picture this she's after, she's only 11 now but my mom is actually addicted to picture this but my mom has to bring Eve to all of the concerts in Ireland like Eve she like you just said she knows them word for word 
Um, and catchy songs like that as well. Like if I had seen Picture This in public, I'd be like, oh my God, like, do you know, you'd fall at their feet because you know so many of their songs. So I think it is a smart kind of move to go into that industry. And like I said, you stand out from it. Um, but you were saying as well, like a lot of your friends would be like a lot of your friends are black as well would they be artists too are any of them interested in what you're doing at the moment as in are any of them interested in pursuing the same kind of thing you're doing do you think you've inspired more black artists to change to pop as opposed to rap what do you think is that like too many questions i don't know <laughs> that's fine that's that's all good uh more questions Mary. Yeah, <laughs> since i started my friends definitely have started as well but it's like sometimes music isn't for everybody and some people try to force it, and they try and, just because you're doing it, they try and do it as well. And nine times out of ten, they flop. They just don't do it right. They can't do it right. It's It just seems a bit forced, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And those who I'm saying this about will know who I'm saying that. They'll know themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. They'll just know if they listen to this podcast. They'll know straight away that it's them I'm talking about. I think in music... People say you either have it or you don't, but at the same time, I didn't have it and I worked for it. But after you work for it and you realize you're not getting it, I think you get to a point where you're like, yeah, it's not working, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm trying out and something isn't clicking. But then again, you have these artists who try music and they're so bad, they're horrible. Like, they're, they're not good. But the <laughs> fact that they have people behind them and they have a, a certain kind of look or branding, branding is very important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be a very shit artist, but if you've got good branding, you can make it. Yeah. No, 100%. I think I can name a few off the top of my head. Just even like proper pop stars and stuff, they just have such good branding behind them. And then you see their live concerts and you're like, you're absolutely terrible. Um, But you were saying that as well, like you kind of started your kind of music interests and kind of hobby when you were in the lockdown like what made it go from maybe recording songs in your room to ending up being on the radio and having like streaming songs on spotify like what kind of got it from a to b what did you have to do in between uh so at the beginning as i said i, I was horrible i just i had like a bathroom in my house where i, I went today every single night yeah i go practice every single night and i said to myself here the goal is to maybe release songs when we're out of lockdown and show the world what I'm making. So I wasn't actually writing songs, I was just doing covers at the beginning. And then summer came of 2020, and I was like, you know what, let me try and write a song and release it. I wrote the song and it was horrible, it was so bad. I showed it to my brother, and he was like, Smith, man, you can't release this shit. <laughs> I wanna hear it now. <laughs> it's so bad, it's, it's so cringy, like it's like a love song, it's so, so cringe. But I was like, okay, went back, I started working more and more, and uh, yeah, made Crime my first ever song. And I showed it to him, and he was like, yes, this is it. We need to release this song. And I released it. And yeah, it's kind of scary releasing, because you don't know, people didn't expect it. And they heard the teaser, and they were like, wow, what is this? They got some good stuff and some bad stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. that, that's the way it is. You won't always get 100% positive mm-hmm. feedback. You always get negative. Yeah. And, and the negative sticks more like when you I think when you put any piece of content out there like for me I'm a content creator not in the music genre but like I'd make like TikToks Instagram reels podcasts and YouTube videos um and you could get a hundred nice compliments but that one negative one will stick so like how do you like overcome maybe a negative one like you were saying like some of the music you're interested in your friends wouldn't like so what like if they had a bad reaction if you can remember any like how did you deal with that like for your own music I think I'm, I'm very strong mentally. As I just look at it, I'm like, this person obviously is having a bad day or they're just 
completely have no talent. So, you know, they just want to put my day down. Jealousy. But, you know, yeah, 100%. But I, I won't lie, though. I think, I think when people criticize or say bad things about certain stuff, you know, and you know yourself it's not the best. Like, I know myself, my first song wasn't the best. Your first song is not going to be the best. So, you know, for you know yourself, like, you know, it's your first song. If they say they don't like it, it's, it's fair. You can't mm-hmm. always, like, it's not going to be the best. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. It's not gonna, so you just take it on the chin, basically. You're exactly. just kind of like, exactly. you're like, fuck it. If you don't like this, there's more to come. I'm, I'm more capable of what I am. Like, I'm more capable of what you were doing the first time around. Um, you know what? Oh, go you on. You know what? It's like, somebody says they don't like something. I like, to, I like them to say why they don't like it. You mm-hmm. know, like, tell me why you don't like something. I don't want you to say what, you know, like you don't like it. Why don't you like it? Give me a reason why. And then we can go from there. If you say, okay, I didn't like this song because it was, you know... There was no good harmonies in it. Okay, I'll work in the harmonies. I'll get my harmonies better in the next song. Simple as that. If you just say to me, I don't like the song, or it, it was shit, I just don't listen to that. I'm just like, cool. You know? yeah yeah because they're not like they're just saying it then like yeah, exactly they kind of need to give some context as to why because how else do you like you need to have those other kind of opinions as well but only if they're to give you good advice with it there's no point just having a negative opinion and not giving any constructive criticism that's what I was looking for um and obviously like I said I do know you for some time so I've seen the kind of grafting you've put into getting your music out there like I have some friends as well in the music industry who make songs and they're kind of hoping it will like go viral they want their friends to share it etc um which is good like and look going viral is definitely it's a new way to get music out there. Like a TikTok song uses a sound and boom, it's number one across the world. It's mad. Like songs from years ago are coming back around again because TikTok decided to bring it back into fashion. But I've seen the way you market some of your music as well. It's like you're going down to Galway, you go to Cork, you get people to listen to your music with you then and there and you film their reactions. And I haven't seen someone do that in a very long time. Like I have not seen an artist going out in the streets, forcing people to listen to their music and giving their real reactions to it so like why do you still do that like why do you put in that like hats off to you like that's a scary thing to do but what makes you do that instead of like kind of just hoping that shit goes viral I think because you got as I said before you got to stand down and be different I, I just think that if somebody came up to me on the street and they said listen to my song I would feel a lot more of a personal connection and feel like okay this person went out of their way to come to me to show me something now I must actually listen to the song and give a full opinion and maybe even follow him on something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I just feel like when people post stuff on social media, they hope for it, as you said, to do well, to go to number one. And the, the chances of that happening is so low. Mm. So you click onto your song and then listen to it online. Like, there's so... If you look at Spotify, the amount of songs that are getting released daily, there's like 50,000 songs, 100,000 songs getting released on a daily basis, sort of the possibility of them coming across your song is so low it's mm-hmm. probably not going to happen but if you go to them in person you say listen hey listen to my song you know like the other person will say no I'm too busy but most of the time they'll say yeah sure I yeah. listen to it it's creating an experience like your relationship building like I if someone came up to me on the street and was like listen to the song I would like you said I feel like connected to the person I'd be like oh my god if that person gets famous I knew them before they were famous like people like to have that kind of connection with um artists anyway like I think like I used to love Post Malone before Post Malone was famous and I remember then when he like blew up I was like I knew him first I knew him first and like people actually create that little fandom for themselves so what you're doing is a kind of a good marketing ploy as well because 
when your song might come out on the radio if someone like if, if their friends are playing it at a house party or they're playing it in the car and then they say oh that was a song with Smith OJ people are like oh my god I met him on the street I heard some of his songs before like he was on like do you know what I mean so it does build that really good relationship and I think it's definitely a good thing I think a lot more people should be hitting the streets and like talking to people one on one Um, it was just it was such an interesting thing because I hadn't seen anyone else doing it so I was like oh my god like it's nearly like busking but it's not like you're you're walking up to strangers and be like listen to this I think it's yeah. brilliant I think it's such a smart idea 100% it's, it's like you know when you're studying business in school and you hear all, to me I, I treat my music as I treat a business you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like I treat life as I treat a business it's like uh, if you think something might work you might as well try and see what happens if it's not working it's not working but I don't know I've even like in, in business class I think I've heard of something where there's like I'm so slow. I can't remember anything from school. Like I, I'm, I'm a stupid guy. Okay, but like, <laughs> there's like online marketing. There's like in-person marketing, and it's like well, whatever that shit is. Yeah. But I, like I think that works a lot more when you go when you see someone in person. Okay, I'm repeating myself again. So come on, come on. Sweet. I get you. I know. I do. I get you. Like meeting people yeah. in person is still a very important part of marketing, yeah. and a lot of people just see the power of like social media and online these days that they're nearly forgetting the old-fashioned way. And a lot of people do build connections from being in person because at the end of the day, there's so much. There's so much content that we can consume online. Like I can go online and I can see I can see 500 TikToks today. I can hear so many different songs in the background of them. I can it's in one ear out the other when it comes to content consuming. Like you really have to sit with someone. You need to resonate with someone like majorly for them to consume your content online and then to see that TikTok and then decide to search you on Instagram or look up your SoundCloud or look up your, you know, etc cetera, etc cetera, and then find you that way as opposed to if someone sees you in person like you said, you're building that relationship. So no, I think it's 100% the right thing to do. I even find a lot of the time myself and my following, girls that I might meet at a festival or like on a night out, they'll be like, oh my God, I think I recognize you from Instagram or whatever. And then that person ends up being like someone who's nearly always commenting on my pictures and stuff because they've met me in person. They're like, oh my God, I actually met her. Same thing happened to me. I met like Blah Murphy in a nightclub like just before the pandemic locked in and I was following her, but I wasn't like, a diehard follower of hers I was just I used to like her content I liked the makeup look she was doing but because I met her in person I was like oh my god I actually met her now became like a diehard follower of her now me and her are social media friends and she's been inviting me to some of her events and stuff so like it it comes full circle but I definitely think that in-person thing is such a good way to go about it like you gotta you got a nail on the head there very very good definitely appreciate that one Okay, so I kind of get where you're coming from with the marketing side of it all um, and how you kind of, you know, you like you said, you went down to the room, you practiced every night, you wrote some songs. How did you end up getting your songs on the radio? Because I'm sure that's probably a hard... I don't know if that's a hard thing to do or an easy... Th- I've never wrote a song. So is it hard to get your songs played on the radio? And what makes them... How did you do it? Just tell me. T- walk me through it. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Uh, it's kind of... It depends on what genre you make. Uh, if you're making rap you're not going to get an Irish radio. You know, it's not going to happen. But for me, obviously, I was making kind of pop funk. So I just emailed them, like radio stations, and the ones that replied back, replied back. A lot of them won't reply back because you're not a big artist yet. You just began. You just started. They don't really care about smaller artists most of the time. You know, they they think, oh, you know, this person still has a bit to go, so we're going to let them keep on sending stuff on to us and maybe one day we'll open their email and play it but uh yeah i think with me 
with the, with the music I make, it's pretty easy to get radio play at the beginning. Just sent it on, got some radio play, and uh, I think get an RT radio play though for a while. You know, that's that that was the one that kind of was like, yeah, I'm an RT. You know, that, that that's a big, a big one. one. That's a big one in yeah. Ireland, a hundred percent. Yeah, and the thing about radio play is it's good, but at the end of the day, it's only radio play because nowadays it's Spotify, all that kind of stuff being being streamed on. So it's not as big as it was. In like, like 10 years ago 10 years ago if you got radio play in Ireland you're probably making a lot a lot of money and you mm-hmm. a lot of publicity, all that kind of stuff but now it's like if you get radio play most of the time it's not even consistent radio play it's probably just once or twice and that's not going to do much for you it's yeah. just gonna it's like having a yeah I did this on this day having that there I forget what it's called like yeah uh, whatever but yeah that was how I got radio play. Okay, cool. So yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean is that a lot of people would listen to Spotify. Now, I used to listen to the radio. Um, Like when me and my boyfriend are in the car, he tries to throw on a podcast. I'm like, no, radio. I like to hear the songs that come on the radio. Um, I just like to hear the presenters and stuff, but I think I do like a bit of old media as well, which is kind of like radio and TV. Um, But I totally get what you mean. A lot of people these days do just put their Spotify on. They do just have their playlists. Um, And it is a lot harder that way to find the new artists. So the struggle is definitely a lot harder, I think, now for kind of up-and-coming artists. Like, it's not, like you said, where people are only listening to the radio for their music. Um, and like you said a while ago, people are listening to Spotify, so how are they going to find you? Like, you might pop up through their songs. It is that bit harder. Um, you were saying, is that, like, a while ago, you were, like, writing a love song? Like, has any of your music been inspired by a woman in your life? Any romantic women in your lives? Like, or is it just thoughts in your head? <laughs> Oh, definitely, definitely. I think that's that's kind of why I even started doing it as well. Um, at the beginning, it was it was about that. At the beginning, you know, I started writing about girls, and I go so deep into it and be like, oh, think about the time she did this to you, go into depth and think. And I'd like candles in my room and just be be thinking about it. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, that's commitment. So it is. Yeah. It's been about real people. Like you're really connected with your emotions on these songs. In most of them, yeah, in most of them. Some of them are just fun songs, so, you know, they're not really about girls, but, like, the majority of them are about real-life experiences, yeah? Okay. That kind of makes it, that kind of makes it better as well, because I feel when you kind of hear someone wrote a song, and you're like, oh, it's not even about someone, like, I don't know if you kind of follow any TikTok drama or anything like that, but Charlie D'Amelio's ex-boyfriend wrote a song about her and her current boyfriend. Do you follow any of that drama? I actually don't know. Okay, no, it's so catchy, but I love it because I love when something is actually about someone. So Charlie D'Amelio, she used to be number one followed person on TikTok. She's number two now. I think the Kobe guy, the guy who does the um, thing, do you know, he's like, you know, yeah, 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 him. He's like, this is how you do things. He's actually number one. Anyways, off topic. Charlie was dating some kind of like he's like a, a rock star kind of guy coming up in in America and he ended up like cheating on her but she took him back she made him like fall more in love with him and then she dumped him and now she's dating his best friend so he has a song up now and it was like you're a showstopper a bad liar homie hopper drama starter oh I don't know how you don't know it but like anyway for me I loved it because I was like oh my god like I never would listen to that song anyway but because it was a song about another person I was like oh my god this is actually about someone like I just thought that that was so much I don't know for me I actually just loved following that song because I was like oh my god this is about Charlie D'Amelio and the same song that Jocelyn song you know it's um 
Sorry, I'm singing on this podcast, guys. I'm a terrible singer. It's... Fucking Jocelyn. I don't know what it is. But anyways, a girl wrote that, but it's actually about Jake Paul. Or is it Logan Paul? One of the Pauls. But I only started listening to that song then because I was like, oh my God, that's about one of the Paul brothers. So back to my point. I think it's a lot more interesting that your music is about actual people because now I'm going to want to deep, like dive deep, deep dive into your Spotify, find these love songs and be like, hmm, who is this about? I think I made sense there. <laughs> Let's just go back to what you just said about what she did. So you're telling me she got cheated on and then she then went back to your man's friend, started dating him. So she, she she has she had a boyfriend, she got cheated on by him like he cheated on her. Then she took him back, made him like fall head over heels in love with her all over again. Then she dumped him and now she's dating his friend. So that's that's a henchwoman. Like that's too much. <laughs> that's why he was like, "You're a showstopper, bad liar, homie hopper, drama starter." Like it's so funny because when you know the story, then you hear the lyrics. You're like, "Oh my god, she's a homie hopper." But I think fucking hats off to Charlie because I'm like, "Yes, girl, he fucking cheated on you. He did the dirt to you, and now you're dating his friend." Like I'm just like, "Yes," and he really thought everyone was gonna be like on his side. Like, "Oh my god, I feel so sorry for you," but they're not. Everyone's like on her side, obviously, because feminists are ruling the world these days but yeah i think it's fucking hilarious but drama and context to a song make it so much better in my opinion like i only know that song and it blew up on tiktok because of the situation around it do you not think that that's hilarious <laughs> no, i feel like like if you got involved in that situation okay would you not just want to get out of the situation and not get back into it why would you want to waste time on like realistically yeah I don't think Charlie's actually going to work with, 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 with his friend. They're not going to work out because of this. Like, they're not going to work out. In the long run, it's it's not smart. It's like you're trying to hurt somebody for sh- short-term satisfaction. I don't, think, I don't think she went in... I don't think she got back with him knowing that she was going to dump him again. It's more like I think they got back together and then she kind of realised that... Like, you know, I obviously don't know how the ins and out of it. That's like the basic story. But I think then she may have realised that she didn't actually want to be with him. And then I think she actually, after they broke up, she actually ended up falling in love with a friend of his. And they're together now. And he and he's like also kind of like a rock and roll dude. So in the song, I think he says something like, oh, you're with my carbon copy or something like that. Oh, anyway, I think you, I'm going to send you the links afterwards. I think you just need to li- like listen to them. I think they're very funny anyway. <laughs> but we'll get up. We're, this is not the topic up for discussion. <laughs> I know guys, Smith loves getting into these kind of conversations where he's like the girl side, the boy side, the girl side. Like, why would you want to do this? <laughs> not even boy side or girl side. Yeah. I just don't understand why. Why somebody would want to put somebody through? But yeah, let's 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 move on. Yeah, I uh, this is not Bible. What I'm saying, this is just the TikTok gossip that I heard. I don't know if that's actually what happened with Charlie D'Amelio. This is just what I've seen from the internet. And that other song then as well about Jocelyn, um, is about Jake Paul. But funny thing is, she wrote that a few years ago. It blew up on TikTok, and then everyone knew it was about him. And then he actually went on stage one of her concerts holding a sign and in it she says I hope that it was worth it fucking Jocelyn and in it he holds a sign saying it wasn't worth it so I just think that that's hilarious that he got up on her stage after all that time and was like it wasn't worth it and I was like yes the music is so interesting (laughs) I don't know that's just that's just my opinion anyways we're coming to near the end of this podcast so I do want to get some tips from you um about like for other like young and upcoming artists in Ireland whether they're pop whether they're rap whether they're garage whether they're anything like 
whatever kind of artist that they are like what tips do you have for them i think i'm for me to give tips is kind of weird because i'm not not where i want to be yet i'm Mm -hmm. where i want to be you know but uh if you're beginning and you're starting the main thing i'd say is just being motivated and staying consistent is is the best way to go you know consistency is something that people don't don't realize it's almost in life it's everything you're going to the gym if you're not consistent with the gym you're not going to see results like you know to see results in life you need to be consistent and to any artists who start in music or wants to start practicing every single day or releasing a song every single month or every two months is 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 the way to go being consistent and staying motivated it's very hard to stay motivated you're mm-hmm. not going to see results. and how do you stay motivated then is that like what were your tips for motivation motivation I, I would say looking yourself in the mirror every single day and being like yeah you know why are we doing this you need to know your why why, why are you doing it you know why are you actually why do you want to do this because if, if you don't know your why you're not going to be able to stick to it that's that's the main thing how i stay motivated how i try and be the best i can be is that i know my why i know why i'm doing it i know where i want to go you know I, i've got a plan the plan is the main thing mm-hmm. where you see yourself you know if you can't see yourself up there and you don't know your plan or what you want to do in the next few months, you don't need, you don't need to have a, a five-year plan. I think that's a bit weird when people say that they have a five-year plan and know what they want to do in five years because things can change in a year. Mm-hmm. Seen that with, you know what I'm saying? Like, things can change like that. But if you if you have for the next few months or oh, what you want to do, a plan is very important. That's that's what I would say. If you're an artist and you're starting, make sure you have a plan. That's, mm-hmm. that's the main thing I would say, you know and you're motivated stay motivated and do something that you like doing as well like you were saying there was no point in you ever going down rap and doing rap if it's one not something that you listen to all the time and two if it's not something that you genuinely thought you were good at even though it might have been something that marketed well I'm doing like inverted commas here for anyone who can't see um like that might have been like the the stereotypical thing for you to like go down and do but it's not what you were genuinely interested in so people shouldn't kind of people shouldn't be like a sellout and just do something that, that they know is like easy or they know should suit them they should do something that they're genuinely interested in would you like kind of believe in that as well 100 percent. yeah don't be boring you know don't follow the crowd and be a boring person just go <laughs> for what you want to do you know like life is too short to to be like ah oh, shit when i should try that i should try this genuinely do what you what you're interested in what you want to do um because you're gonna look back on it when you're like fifty or sixty, and be like, if you lived that long, you know, you don't, you don't even know if you lived that mm-hmm. long. Why you should still do what you want to do while you can do what you want to do. There's so much kids out there who can't walk, they can't eat, they have no food, and they would love to be in your position where they can get up out of bed and be like, yeah, I'm gonna do this today. I'm gonna write this kind of song. I'm not gonna care what anyone thinks, but they can't do that because they can't do these things. But you have. If you have feet and you have a voice or whatever, do it, man. Yeah, be grateful. Use the opportunities that you have 100%. And final question today on this lovely interview is, have you got any new music coming out and when? Have I got new music coming out? Um, I'm hoping to release a song in, at the end of September, hopefully. Releasing consistently is very hard. That's that wrong there. Releasing consistently is very hard. It's not easy, uh, but... Yeah, hoping to release in September and keep the momentum going on and not stopping. 
Okay, cool, perfect. Well, we are all looking forward to it. Everyone who's listening to this, I want you to log out of my Spotify. Go look up Smith OJ and start listening to some of his songs. Like you said, they're kind of funk pop. Kind of Bruno Mars is kind of what I'm thinking is like the the kind of relevant artists out there at the moment. Um, but definitely do give a little listen, stream him, blow him up. Limerick guy, local Irish, we need to support our Irish. So that is it today. So thank you so much for coming on and having this conversation with me. It's been really, really fun. Any last words? <laughs> no, just thanks for having me on, Keely. And if you listen to this right now, guys, stay motivated and don't stop until you get what you want. That's it, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.